What's up, Freedomist? In my previous episode called The Power of a Time Audit, I basically broke down exactly where my time is going right now. So I added up all the projects and businesses that I'm working on, and I made that add up to 100% while drinking champagne. It was quite an effort, and essentially just got a really good handle on where my time is going. Because as I mentioned, if you don't know where your time's going, how the heck do you know how to prioritize it and how to spend more of it doing the things you love? Because let's face it, we should all be working on or spending time doing the things that absolutely light us up. So in this episode, I'd essentially like to talk to you about how to master your time even more. I mentioned one of my favorite techniques for basically stealing back all that good time and making you way more productive in a day than most people are in a week or even a month. And you should listen in to the power of a time audit if you want to hear about that particular technique that has literally transformed my life. But today I'm going to touch on a couple more. One of these is called the Pareto rule. Even though it's spelled P-A-R-E-T-O and a lot of people say Pareto, it's Pareto. And what that is, is the 80-20 rule. So you've probably heard people talking about this 80-20. 80-20, what is it? Essentially what it boils down to is 80% of your results come from just 20% of what you do. So if you are in business and you have a lot of clients and customers, you can guarantee if you actually track your numbers and look at the metrics that just 20% of your top customers bring you 80% of your business. In fact, most of the time it's more like your top five customers are responsible for 80% of your revenue, which is a great thing if you know those customers are going to stick with you and a scary thing if you're relying on them for everything. And then the same applies for you in your everyday operations. So 20% of the work and tasks that you do are going to give you 80% of the results, which is why when we're all sitting around, faffing around on social media, making sure that our email inbox has got to zero yet again, feeling really proud of ourselves, we likely could have spent those four hours that we just wasted on ringing one client or creating one proposal or finishing one piece of a product that we want to release or shipping something that is going to matter a lot more than getting through those emails. So if you could break down your day right now, if you could do a time audit for me, not on your whole week and all the projects, but on your actual day, you would probably be able to pinpoint for me the three things or even the one thing that you did that actually brought in the most results for that day versus all the other stuff that you procrastinated with by doing that first rather than that one big meaty thing. So the Pareto rule is really awesome. I'll link to it in the show notes with um, just a little bit more detail for you. It's awesome. It's a really, really great way to look at what you're doing in your day. So what is one thing that you can focus on today that is going to get you 80% of the results, but really only take up 20% of your time? That's another kind of way to flip it. So what's the one thing you can do that is going to take up 20% of your time, but bring you in 80% of the results? The second way to basically master your time is to create an achievable routine. So right now, I at the very time of this recording, I am in planning with my new awesome marketing manager, Pepper, who is my first non-virtual team member, by the way. It's super exciting to be able to work together. She's at the Coban with me once a week, and we're essentially working side by side. So we've just gone over my entire marketing and content editorial calendar. We're mapping it out for the entire year. So 
as I am recording this, I'm looking at the spreadsheet of podcasts and vlogs that I have coming up, the topics that I want to cover and how they work in to the theme of the month, what the calls to action are, what the heck we're doing most of the time. And this is going to allow me to create an achievable routine. So if I was to look at that like marketing content editorial calendar, it might look a little bit overwhelming to some people. Two podcasts a week, one blog a week, one Facebook Live a week, multiple emails, all this stuff. But the trick is, is that I'm going to create and have created in the past achievable routines that mean I will batch several podcasts at a time. Even if I just record the two podcasts ahead of time, that's a whole week done right there. Currently, I've recorded four vlogs and I've got a whole month's worth of video content to go out, but I did it in two half days. And in previous years, this has been my key to success. So when I was traveling around the world full time and people always wondered why I was such a content machine, it's because I would batch, I would batch like crazy and I would create a routine that really worked for me. So I knew when I stopped in one place for maybe a matter of days, but that it was a great place to do my recording and my videos, I would just sit down for half a day and just do them all back to back while I was in the flow, while my hair looked good, while I was in a great location and I had the perfect setup. Well, not perfect because nothing ever has to be perfect. It's all about imperfect action and you can look at that podcast from a couple of weeks ago too. So an achievable routine is one that's going to work for you and isn't going to max you out. And batching is a really great key to that. So please consider doing it more, like batching all your financials for a Friday afternoon with a glass of wine, or batching all your marketing into a Tuesday morning when you go on to Buffer, or you go on to Later, or you go on to Hootsuite, or whatever tool that you're using, and you schedule out a week's worth of posts. And there's just no excuse not to do that these days. The only excuse is that you're not organized. And I totally hear you and I totally empathize with you because I have been that way probably over the last six months. I've just been way less organized than the normal Natalie Sisson would be. And I'm okay with that because I was on a sabbatical and I was figuring out my new business. But now I'm really starting to see how that hurt me over those last couple of months. And that if I just put effort into planning and systemizing, I am able to schedule everything and free up so much more time. And thankfully, tools and technology like Buffer, like Later, like Hootsuite, like Zapier, they all are incredible for saving me time. Another way to actually master your time is to plan your meals. Now, this may sound really strange, but it works. If you think about every single morning, the number of decisions that you need to make when you get up, you need to think about what you're going to get dressed into for the day, in which order you're going to do either your exercise or your shower or your meditation, etc. And then you need to get up and you're probably going to eat unless you're fasting. And so you need to think about that meal. And then later in the day when you're working, you need to think about lunch. And then later, maybe you need to snack. Now, imagine if all of that was organized on a Sunday afternoon so every single meal that you needed to eat was already pre-prepared or waiting for you. That may sound completely anal and over the top to you but just imagine if you didn't have to make any of those decisions. It's why Steve Jobs used to get up in the morning and wear the same t-shirt and jeans. It's why as a suitcase entrepreneur I used to love unpacking and just be able to know that those are the only clothes that I have with me so those are the only clothes I can wear. Cut down the amount of decisions you need to make and the first of these is around meals because if you think about it we spend I would say 30% of our week eating or washing up or spinning it around a table or thinking about what we're going to eat or going to the destination, the cafe, the restaurant or buying the groceries and preparing the meals. So we might as well cut that down to like 
15% by prepping and planning. And it is so lovely when you're hungry to go, oh my God, my awesome lunch is already in the fridge for me. Or great, I bought it with me to work or the co-working space today. Or fantastic, I've actually got five nights worth of meals done. I don't need to cook. It's awesome. And then of course the nights that you want to go out. It's like an extra awesome treat because somebody else is going to cook for you. Next up is around using a calendar. So a calendar is just one of the best tools for organizing you and your life so long as you actually check your goddamn calendar. I know of so many people who map out everything for the week in the calendar and then they never actually open it up. And the week goes by and they're like, oh, I had all these things scheduled and I didn't do them because I didn't look at it. I kid you not. There is no point in being super organized if you're not then going to use the very tool that is going to organize you to its best effect. So I use Google Calendar, it's on my phone, it's on my laptop, and when an appointment is coming up, it pings me 10 minutes before. I look at it the night before so that I don't get surprised by any calls or meetings or visits or appointments that I've made that I forgot about or I just simply couldn't remember. Is that the same thing? I think it is. And then uh, in the morning, I will check it again just in case there's something that's coming overnight or somebody's scheduled a calendar invite with me and we're having a catch-up. And in addition to checking my calendar, I map out and block out time. So when I send my Calendly link to people and I use Calendly, it's awesome, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com, I essentially block out times that they can book in to talk with me. So they can only book in actually on a Tuesday and Wednesday New Zealand time. It's a Monday and Tuesday in the Northern Hemisphere. And they can only book in between four hours, which is my late morning into my early afternoon because frankly I don't want meetings first thing in the morning and I also don't want to be doing them later in the day. So I give people a very small window in which they can book and be able to talk to me and that's because the rest of that time is sacred for exercise, for meditation, for yoga, for frankly some downtime, for reading books, for playing, for whatever it may be, for creating or it's for my planned batching, right? So it's my Monday marketing or my Friday financials or my Wednesday of wonder and creation mode. And that way, I can totally master my time, not allow other people to become the master of it. So those are my one, two, three, four tips for you in how to master your time and actually keep up with your wonderful life. I hope you spend it wisely. If you're interested, I'm going to be talking about this more actually in our Freedomist Facebook group. And I'm going to start talking about that group a lot more on here because that's where I want the discussions from this podcast and my vlog to continue. That's where I want you to be able to have your say. That's where I'm going to be sharing tips, habits, routines so that you can have more everyday personal and professional freedom. And I've made it super easy for you to come and join the group. It's free. And essentially, it's going to give you those things, advice, tips, support, and even a little bit of coaching from me, a Facebook Live once a week. And it's just going to be generally a cool place to hang out, a high quality place with other awesome entrepreneurs, freelancers, and freedomists like you. So come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash freedomist. That's freedom and then I-S-T. 
and you will be automatically redirected to the Facebook group. If you don't love Facebook groups, I totally get it, but this one's going to be different. There's no spam, there's no selling. There are some very, very clear guidelines. We are all in there to support each other, to have more personal and professional everyday freedom. There'll be some inspirational quotes. There might be some funky pictures. It'll be entertaining, but more than likely, it's where the deeper and better conversations are going to happen to generate more awesome income to lead that awesome life that you deserve in the best possible way that we can make that happen for you. So come across nataliesisson.com forward slash freedomist and join the group and tell your friends and let them know. I'll see you in there.